Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. I'm John Hennigan, and this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we have Frank Selby with us today. Yeah, Frank, it's getting to be an exciting time of the year because, you know, now's the time to gear up for your summer trip. Yeah, especially to Alaska. Yeah, no, that's uh, uh, That's I've done that. I've done that about twelve times, and the reason I keep going back to the same place is because I can't find anything better at a reasonable price. That's always a good point. Yeah, and it's so convenient. You're right. You know, you get out of your your room and you, you know, walk into the kitchen and have breakfast and walk down, step on the boat, and you can come and go as much as you want. A lot of people times you go out and fish for, uh, you know, maybe four hours, come back in, have lunch, and go back out again, or come and go as you please. And you know, a lot of times, not everybody goes all the time in the same boat. But uh, you know, it's a, it's a heck of a deal. It's at eighteen hundred for. Uh, five nights, four days, and when I say all-inclusive, that's exactly what it is. And even pick you up at the uh, um, uh, airport and pick you up and take you back and pack, process your fish, and it's waiting for you at the airport. And then we've got some great guests coming on today. If you're looking at, uh, uh, we've got Robert from um, Kenai, and we also have, uh, um, wait a minute, what is this? Captain uh, Dave. Captain Dave. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. But uh, if you're interested in anybody that we talk to, then please, uh, uh, please, please let us know. Okay. We're going to take a, a break in just a minute. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you like, if in case you miss something. And um, get in touch with you if you have any questions. Any place you want to go fishing or hunting, we can help you out. Whether we go with you or take you, uh, we've got some great connections that we can help you with. So make sure you uh, think about that and just let us know what you want, basically. And if you are interested in the Alaska trip, you got to respond right away because the rooms are almost gone. Okay, right. you're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby. We'll be back with you momentarily. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. 
Produced by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Welcome back to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with Frank Selby. And uh, do we have Captain Dave on? Dave's on the line. Uh, Frank, would you mind interest- <laughs> introducing? No yeah. problem. Captain Dave and me has been friends since he was about 18 years old. <laughs> and he's one of the best captains on our California coast. He guides and he uh, skippers boats for the big yacht guys. Oh. Hey, Captain Dave. How are we doing, Frank? So I'm doing great. Uh, it sounds like he's a high-end skipper then. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best, in my opinion. Well, you know, let's talk about that for a minute, about what, you know, what that entails. Um, Captain Dave, do you normally uh, take someone else's boat or do you take yours? Depends on the day. Uh, a lot of times I just take off on my family's 18-foot whaler or I'll go hop on, walk down the shoreline and fish in the mornings. And I work full-time on a 70-foot yacht. You work full-time on a 70-foot yacht? So you, you maintain it and, and you're, the, you're the skipper? Exactly. I do 89% of the work probably and, you know, take the owner wherever they want to go whenever they call. Oh, cool. And, uh, well, you know, the thing is, um, the old adage is that the smaller the boat, the more you use it. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's a 70-foot cruiser, but you're in, uh, where are you located? Newport Beach. Yeah. I mean, if you take a run to the Catalina or something, you're talking about three, four, five hundred dollars $500 in fuel. 
Of course, uh, of course if you got a 70-foot boat, that doesn't matter, does it? We're talking three or 400 gallons of fuel. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you, you once we get there, I get to fish. The bosses hang out. I go hop in the skiff, go cruise around the island, do some calico fishing, the hotel. So, hey, Dave. Yes. How many times have I ran into you over Catalina on that little twenty-two foot boat, you and your buddy? Oh, quite a couple. What? Yeah. You I can't hide from you. You always no. spot me. You see the hat. You can see the hat yeah. on the horizon, and I know it's Frank over there. I mean, the the, the uh, hat with all the fishing lures on it, the flies? That would yeah. be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last time we were out there, you were really slamming the yellowtail. Yeah, we had a good day that day. You know, John and I had a blast. We were just... Hopped on the whaler, shot over, caught some calicos, a couple of yellows, bonita. Yeah, I only got one yellowtail that day and a bunch of calico. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. I mean, how many places can you go and fish, catch carp in the afternoon, fish the wall up in Long Beach that night? People Captain Dave. Great area. Don't you and your buddy also guide uh, uh, Skipper the boat over for private people? Um, occasionally. I uh, I will take clients over. I will work with a select group of people usually. It's usually my friends who just say, hey, Dave, let's go fish. And uh, they pay me for my time. And go have a great time. Yeah, I've always had a great time. You, you can be a paid, but I love you. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not afraid to admit that I'm a pain at times, but mm-hmm. I've never had a better mentor than Frank Shelby teaching so me. So you also, you also run the galley, Frank, or Dave? What was that? I'm sorry. You I'm also, at the ship today, you, so. So do you also run the galley? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, I do, like I said, I do about... 90% of the work on the boat myself, anything up to an engine, mm-hmm. anything mechanical tear down, I leave it to professionals, but from the time the boat's untied till the time the boat gets back, I take care of everything. So you fix and lunch? I just you want fix... my employers to have a great trip. So they catch some fish and you fix it for them? My employers actually don't fish, so it's actually kind of nice because I get to get away from them. You'll <laughs> <laughs> clear my head because, mm-hmm. you know, fishing is the greatest head clear I know of. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as you untie the boat, nothing matters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and in, in the area that you fish along the coastline of the Catalina Islands, it's just a, and you're almost always going to see um, marine mammals and, you know, very frequently whales out there. Oh, yeah. Especially like this time of year, fishing down here in Newport along the shoreline, you see whales in the morning. I, last week I saw a whale. Dolphin, a couple feet away from my toes, I saw a sand shark. If you stop fishing for a minute and just enjoy the beautiful scenery, it's great. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been on this boat? Uh, I've been on this boat for five years, been licensed for 20, and been um, fourth generation in Newport, so I grew up on boats. Yeah. Oh. I grew I re- 
you grew up on the water. Just say you got web feet. I grew up grew up on the water. Excuse me, we got a plane flying over. So, yeah. Um, are you out in the boat now, uh, Captain Frank? Captain Dave? I'm actually at Basin Marine Shipyard. It's worked out on a boat, and so. Occasionally, we got a plane flying over. I apologize. Mm-hmm. No, you're coming through fine here. Yeah, you, I can hear you fine. Oh, good. All right. Well, uh, so, Frank, uh, uh, we we're talking to an expert. Do you think you've uh, got any tips you can get out of him? Oh, yeah, we can get a few tips. Let, let's just put him on the screws. How about uh, the best place over at Catalina that you like to fish? And the biggest fish you caught there? Biggest fish at Catalina would be probably 30-pound yellowtail. Favorite spot to fish is anywhere the boat is. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that I, was coming. Under, Come on, give us a little bit. Fish underneath the boat. Uh, I like well, to fish down by uh, Frog Rock, Long Point. Yeah, you're better, telling my better, spots now. <laughs> productive. <laughs> you know, here in uh, Newport, I'd love to go down to Crystal Cove, fish the kelp bed. Hopefully, I haven't been there in the last month or so, but the last couple seasons with the El Nino's really put a number on the uh, kelp bed. Oh. So I'm hoping this year, being cold, we'll get some kelp growing again. Good. Well, it seems to be in the last year or so, there's been, a, there's been some marlin up at Catalina. Yeah, I I mean, last winter here in Newport, I don't think the water got much below 65, which really seemed to slow down the surf perch and corbina fishing for us. But I'm hoping this year the water is cooler now. Hopefully uh, the fish will be returning. Last weekend I got a uh, probably a 13-inch surf perch, Whoa. which is great. That uh, bar perch is really fun mm-hmm. on a fly. Oh, he he does both. Well, if hey, you, some of the you know yellowtail sounds important. Uh, just give us. We only got about thirty seconds. Give us a quick tip on catching yellowtail because they're they get spooked real easy. You know, I usually get them around kelp patties. Try to keep the boat at maximum distance you can cast, let it sink down and rip it in. Mm-hmm. And don't stop. Yeah. They'll, they will dog it almost all the way to the boat, mm-hmm. and then at the last second, they'll take it. Okay. Well, I agree with that. I don't know if uh, if Dave wants to give any contact information out, because it sounds like he's pretty busy as it is, but if somebody wants to ask you a question, can they do that? Hey, if anybody ever sees me fishing, walk up, say hello, and I am happy to help you. Okay. I, I love helping people that are just starting out. I'd love to see more people in the industry. Mm-hmm. I love seeing the fact that it, you seem to be growing now. He helps me with kids a lot. Fly fishing, you know. And if anybody needs to contact me, they're welcome to get my information from Frank over at His and Hers. His and Hers Fly Shop in uh, Newport Beach. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to have to run. We appreciate you tuning in and give us some, uh, some tips. Thanks, Dave.
The best wing shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 U.S. per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning, three cases of shotgun shells, even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizzgear.com. That's support at thegrizzgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. We have Frank Selby on the helping us out today. And a friend of Frank's, I guess, is uh, Robert Cushway from Alaska Fishing Charters, and he's in Kenai, Alaska, so we're going to find out a little bit, matter of fact, a lot about the Kenai. Um, and welcome to the show, Frank, uh, Robert. Thank you. Um, first of all, I have to say that the Kenai Peninsula has got to be the one of the most beautiful places on Earth. <laughs> um, you know, lush forests, you know, rivers, and, and uh, of course, the legendary Kenai River. Um, and my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, Robert, is that there's a strain of uh, kings called the Kenai King. And virtually every 
you know, king that you'll find over, say, 40, 50 pounds is probably a kenai. It doesn't necessarily have to be caught in the kenai because they'll move around and you can catch them in other places. But the really big ones uh, come out of the kenai. How close am I? That's that's fairly correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fairly correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got one question for you real quick. You still spend your winters on the Lake Mead? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Lake Mead right now as we speak. Oh. I hate you. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, Kenai is, is not real far south, but their temperatures are usually fairly moderate this time of the year, aren't they? Oh, no. Our, our winters are getting a little more cold, more mm-hmm. extreme. Oh, my floor, yeah. That darn, darn gone global warming. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, tell us a little bit about it. I, I, I know that uh, I recommend that you fly into Anchorage, rent a car. And what's the name of that highway that goes down the silver? The, the, that, Seward there, Kenai Spur. Uh, well, the main road that goes from Anchorage down to, to Kenai. That's Kenai Spur Highway, yeah. Oh, okay. But it is beautiful, beautiful drive. And then uh, it's about, so from Anchorage to uh, Kenai is about three hours, I believe. But it's beautiful scenery. Yes, and it then, is. Yeah, now, do you work out of a lodge down there? Yeah, we have Scout Lake Adventures. Uh, we were on Scout Lake, the state park there, for uh, up till this last year. We were there for so 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we... I'll go ahead. I was going to say, you can also fly into Kenai. Yeah, you can fly into Kenai. You 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 can fly a flow plane to the to our lodge that we just sold. Oh. Uh, this last summer as well. We uh, we're in the process of building a new lodge um, out of town, the other way, from Scout Lake, uh, mm-hmm. on another lake. It's a more private. Yeah. Well, there's three or four little towns down, you know, along the, along the river down there. They're you know, beautiful places. Yeah, yes, there is. Uh, I've, I always wanted a place on the river, um, but we settled for a place on the lake. So. Mm-hmm. so what do you do in the winter out there, out here? Well, on, uh, on Lake Mead, I, I try to do as little as possible. Um, we work fairly hard in the summer, so I, I try to take my, my winters off and and just uh, relax a little bit. I actually retired. I tried to retire from guiding in Alaska on a, as of uh, 2014, but my retirement hasn't gone so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't you have a couple little stuff? Special things you like to do on your off season with people? Well, we're actually starting up a new program. Um, I don't know if we have time to get into that, but we're starting up a new program. We are, and we're hoping that uh, it's going to be a nonprofit program, and it's called fishforhealth.org, and we're trying to get kids, uh, anybody that suffers from any debilitating disorder, uh, you know, the doctors seem to want to push the opiated drugs on them and so forth, the yeah. antidepressants, trying to get kids and adults as well off of those uh, 
dependent on those drugs. Yeah, well, I could use that. I am uh, consider myself handicapped. I have a hard time um, getting up out of a chair if I've been sitting there for a couple hours. And, and uh, you know, sometimes getting in and out of a car can be a problem, but I don't know if that counts or not. <laughs> well, we might make it. We'll have, we'll have, we want to treat everyone. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, too, we want the program to work for itself. So, say, like we help the wounded warriors, the wounded warriors help us with the with the young kids coming up. Mm-hmm. So it could be a win-win. Uh, and we hope to go global. I partnered up with a friend of mine, Trevor Smith. He got a guide service out of North Carolina, Wilmington, and we're uh, partnered up. Do you have an email address yet, or, or any of the stuff on that? Uh, on the new business, no, we're, we're in the process of, of getting everything filed right 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 now. We hope to be online by the end of next month. How about when you get it all set up, give me a call back, and John and me would love to have you on again. Sounds good. Sounds good. We hope. Don't you think, John? Oh well, yeah. Yeah, we got Alaska. We got we got Lake Mead. Being in national park, I have to get permits I- to do anything on the lake. But then we have North Carolina, and we were in the Bahamas last month, and I got to talk to the Prime Minister of Freeport, and he wants us to bring the program to the Bahamas as well. Wow. So, so yeah, we hope, it, we, hope we can help. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Robert, what was the biggest king you got last year? Last year, uh, about 65. <laughs> yeah. our, our, last, our last day was me and my son's uncle, Big Al, we call him. He's retired Marine Corps uh, at a Barstow, and uh, yeah. he's 69 years old. And four years ago, he lost about a 50-plus pounder to the motor. So he was Ooh. trying to. He he was in under redemption, and uh, it was just him and I, two two rods out. We actually had 11 fish on that last day, and we boated six, and we released five, and three out of the five were over 50 pounds. Wow. Well, that's the Kenai, and that's why it's so famous. Yeah, sir. That that is that is that is why it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so, was this last year a really good season for the Kings on the Kenai? What was that? I'm sorry. Was this a really good year for the Kings uh, last was, year during the season? It was. Uh, it was a year that I didn't think was going to come yet. I thought we still had a few more years to wait. So I'm hoping it wasn't just a fluke. You know, I'm hoping we actually are doing something right for that fishery. Because um, it, it, the last four or five years, it was it was definitely a struggle. Uh, in 13, just to give you an idea, out of 30 kings, I actually offered my clients $100 per fish to release back. Oh, on their guided on their guided trip, I couldn't get one person out of thirty. Oh, well, if so you only I, if you only get one um, that day, man, those things taste so good, and you want to take it home and take pictures. That's a, <laughs> oh, that's a tough know. thing to release. I it know. would be it would be a quandary. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, you you wouldn't have to give I me thought, the hundred dollars. I'd release it. I taught myself and a few of my guide friends that it it actually feels just as exhilarating to let one go and have them slash you in the face on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> as it does to taste that fish. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I hooked yeah. one uh, the day after season. I had to break it off. 
And I just wanted to see it. Yeah. But I busted it like the law says. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, that 60-pounder, give us a uh, kind of a blow-by-blow. Blow by blow. What kind of boat, what kind of gear? The six, it was about 60, yeah, 60-plus 60 pound. Um, I actually built a new boat. It's an aluminum boat. It kind of looks like an old McGregor. Uh, oh, it's a, a river boat? All aluminum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a river boat. It's, uh, I built it primarily just for two people. Um, being, I tried, when I tried to retire, having my guide boat, I guess, kept putting four people in the boat, and I was trying to play fish, but I was still working. Yeah. So... I downsized the boat, hopefully making it easier on me. <laughs> so that's that's the boat we were in. Um, yeah, you want a flat-bottom boat for that river, most definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. We're seeing a little bit more crowded, overcrowded, you know, as, as we have. It's, it, what we're seeing now, though, is a younger, younger guide, younger user groups out there, not the experience. And so it, it makes it for it can okay. get, it can get dangerous. So for, well, we're gonna we, we've got about thirty seconds or so left. But when we come back, I want to know more about how you landed that fish. You know, you know, the, and what you use, and, and what you use to do it, and some of the techniques of uh, pulling up one of these monsters out of the water. And then, of course, once you get it up to the boat, then what do you do, right? <laughs> but, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't stick a net in the water and lift up a sixty-pound fish. Well, no, at least sir. I don't. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, this is Robert Cashway, Alaska Fishing Charters, which is still in operation. Is that right, Frank? Uh, Robert? Yeah. Okay. No, uh, I am for lodging, but not for guiding. But I, I can definitely get them, get them to the guide. Yeah. I'm working on getting back with this new business and then hopefully okay um, well fortunately yeah. we've got you for another 12 minutes so we'll cover all that as soon as we get back you are listening to fish hunt talk radio and i'll tell you what king's uh, oh wait a minute we got another minute uh 12 yeah. yeah well almost a minute but uh um the uh, uh when you talk about fishing and hunting you know when you're going after a kenai king that's more of a hunt than it is fishing <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. I got a good story for that when we come back, and okay. uh, it'll put everything in perspective. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it is. There, you know, the mystery and the just the whole point of being on that Kenai River, knowing that they're down there, uh, whether you hook one or not, it's, there's just something special about it. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the planning's the best. Uh, Getting everything ready to go. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about what it takes to get there when we come back also. And some of the ideas and some of the different lodges and and the the charter groups that you can take. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, This is John Henry going to Frank Selby. And we have uh, Robert Cushway on the line with us. And we're going to be back in just a couple minutes. The fall and winter season is here and time for some fantastic fishing. The trout and bass are biting, a quick drive from the valleys below. We have some great boat rentals to choose from or bring your own. Visit LakeGregoryRecreation.com for information. LakeGregoryRecreation.com. That's LakeGregoryRecreation.com.
If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby, and we also have Robert Cushway fishing one of the most beautiful places and uh, one of the most exciting places to fish, and that is the Kenai Peninsula. And uh, Robert, welcome back to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Thanks, bad guys. Um, okay, let's see. When we left off, you were going to tell the story of hunting for a giant Kenai king. And I seems to me they get, what, 90, 100 pounds, something like that as a record? World record is 97 and a quarter. Yeah. Yes. So in my career fishing that river, I've had two over 80, 82 pounds of biggest. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, let's tell us about the 61-pounder you got recently. We want to know, first of all, a little bit about the boat, the rod, the reel, the line, uh, the lures, the technique. Uh, and then once you get it uh, up to the boat, then what do you do? So if you could kind of make run through that whole scenario for us. Okay, guys. Yeah. Well, there's plug fishermen and then there's bait fishermen. I, I tend to call myself a plug fisherman. Uh, you have to back troll the river, the Kenai. It's you, the fish are coming upstream to spawn, as you well know. We're just kind of back trolling, slowly moving down on the fish. We're not—they're they're not really feeding. 
Uh, so they're not striking out of uh, being hungry. They're, it's more of an irritation strike. We're, we're just kind of putting the bait in front of them and, and trying to irritate them to strike. Okay. Well, do you is there ripples or boils or something that you that, you know that you drift into? Mm-hmm. No, not. They're kind of running. They run up channels. They run up the uh, the river bank at, and the deep channels. They come around the gravel bars in the shallow. So and we're you know you're fishing tide water, so you're on a timetable as well. The tide comes in. The fish are they 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 move fairly fast. Uh, on average, uh, two hours they can move you know ten miles. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. No, that means you got to keep moving. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, let's, you, you didn't. Uh, uh, you, you got to start on it, but we want to hear the rest of the story about all the equipment. So, back to I use uh, the ten foot uh, Berkeley. I am eight rods with a uh, Shimano. Uh, Tacoma. I use a sixty. Yeah, Akuma. I use a sixty pound. Big game green line. I don't use the braided. It's not as friendly. I don't like the braid. Yeah. And I'm sorry, why don't you like the braid again? The braid tends to tangle on the bottom, and, oh. and you get snagged up into those snags, and you can lose a bite. Uh, you can lose a rod. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just dangerous uh, for the most part, I've found. And it's just not as friendly for people that are not used to using uh, heavy heavy gear. So you said you're uh, using, you're using uh, 60-pound mono. Is that what you said? I use a 100-pound mono, 60-pound mainline. Okay. A uh, big game. Yeah, it's a green. It's the, the bright green. Mm-hmm. And it transparents through the, the silted water very well. So right. It helps as well, I believe. Okay. And so you're, you see, you get up, you get ahead of them, and, and then you try and, and, uh, and back up and keep up with them or back down on them? Back down on them as they're going upstream. And... Uh, Right place, right time. And then you just take off up ahead again and come back and do it again? And exactly. Mm-hmm. You want to cover cover the hole as thorough because some, some fish hold up. You know, we used to think the spawning grounds were just up, up river. The whole, the whole river is a spawning ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's fish that hold in that lower river as well and spawn as well. Okay. Well, now tell us the, the, uh, the experience itself of, la- of catching and landing that fish. Well, I can only say that I start my sleepless nights in around January, yeah. uh, anticipating anticipating uh, the first opening day for King Salmon. Which is so when? It's usually June June first. Just depends on the regulations and what mm-hmm. we're faced with at the time. Uh, but typically, it actually used to be May. Now it's more June. Mm-hmm. Uh, July fishery. Okay, so now do they come up and strike it and run, or do they nibble on it, or how, how do you how do you hook them? Well, there it, it, it it's you get a you got a short moment, you know, because you are moving against current, but they're moving way faster than you are, so they're coming at the boat. So like I tell the clients, when you set the hook. You need to reel because they're already halfway to the boat. Yeah, reel, reel, reel. So it, yeah. Yeah, you got to reel your heart out until you see the fish. You know, typically they'll, they'll come right to the boat fairly quick. And then after they, you actually see them, they see you, yep. that's when the initial fight's on. Yeah. So then they go downriver, upriver. Well, d- will, they, will they come out of the water or they just run down deep? They, they come out. 
they come out, the aggressive big males, they'll come out of the water. The big females, they they tend to just stay held at the bottom. I've, I've had fish fight me for two hours, never saw them. Wow. wow They're okay. like a train. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, can you imagine, you know, a, you know, a six-pound um, silver can be kind of fun, you know, and, a, you know, a 30-pound king, man, that is, that is a monster. Uh, but 60? Gosh, I can't even imagine. How long does it take to bring that one in? Well, some of them I had to the boat in half an hour, and others, you know, a couple-hour fight. Oh. So it depends on which, how hungry they are to get to where they want to go. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, my How long did it take your uncle? What's that? How long did it take your uncle and you to land well, that big one? Big Al, it took it. Well, like I said, we had seven to the or six to the boat that day. We lost one right at the boat, so we wow. can't count that one. We, but we netted six, and so his heart and my heart started feeling it after like number three. Yeah. No, <laughs> I you, didn't know he. He got older on me in the last couple of years. Yeah, so they do when that. I gave him the last fish in the wool record hole, and I slid over, and I was two feet off the bank, which nobody ever fishes except me. And I get that close to that underbrush, and I said, "Get ready!" And he hooked that fish in the wool record hole, and that's the biggest one of the day that got off. Oh. Uh. But now, you know what? It's okay because it's there for next year. There you go. And the uh, um, you, you talk about getting him to the boat. Well, you know you can net a thirty pound king, but sixty. Uh, how do you get him out of the water into the boat? Well, you net him in the water, of course, uh, and then you get help pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And then you just pull him over the side. Yeah. I haven't I haven't killed a, a sixty in in about five years, so yeah. Um, I haven't had to worry about it too much. But. Yeah. Well, you must have a pretty big net. Yeah, I got a big net, mm-hmm. and I got the same net that I've had for fifteen years. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that the six foot? It's a ten foot actually with, with okay. duct tape. Yeah. Oh, oh the handle <laughs> is. Yeah, the handle yeah, is. It's yeah. got some duct tape. Yeah, it's got some duct tape. Yeah, lucky tape. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got pulled over one day doing that. <laughs> so the best story I, I was dead. <laughs> have you ever have you ever nailed it? Oh yeah. Eight no, water. With a, <laughs> With a motor? No, I lost one though. Yeah. Somebody tried to help help me one day. They helped me with my net. Yeah. Well, I I have a theory, um, which I've seen work, and that's that some fish want to die and some don't. I um, mean, you can you can do everything right, and you get it to the boat and it's gone. You can do everything wrong, get it caught in the prop, and, and lift up the motor and uh, and still bring it in. <laughs> Oh, but, you, uh, you're 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 very correct on that. It just depends on the guy holding the rod, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, me, I have luck, but it's a different kind of luck too. Yeah. So I can help you catch a fish, but if I go try to catch one, it takes me all day. Okay. <laughs> well, let's talk no. about more about the Kenai, um, about the lodges, the different towns along, and some different places that people can go and how to get there. Well, I've been. I've been suggesting to the clients over the last 10 years, basically, if you really want to get a get a, at a last experience, you want to take the cruise ship up and then rent a motorhome or a car and then fly home. Because then you can oh. get 
you can get the coast, you know, you can get the coast, and then you can get come inland, and then you see you, you get a different Alaska. Yeah, with the, all of the um, moose and the, along the freeway and such. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, what, that, that what, highway is getting more dangerous, though, because the people, you know, we're getting more crowded, of course. Yeah, well, and, there's... Uh, if you get, so I, I don't even suggest take that drive like we used to, because one accident, you can be stuck five, six hours. Yeah, um, well, it's a, they've got a great four-lane road. I drove by there one time, and I was, there was three of us three, in a caravan, and I was in front, and I was cruising down the road, and all of a sudden... Uh, I guess it was a huge uh, moose, just decided as soon as I got there that he kind of jumped out from the brush beside the road, uh, jumped up on the road and hit the asphalt, and his feet were, you know, (laughs) flying in all different directions. And I go, holy. So I slowed down, hit the brakes, and went around it. But if that thing, if I would have hit that thing, um, you know, you you hit him at the knees, and then he comes down and crushes you. And they have signs up there about how many moose have been killed so far this year in the highway, and it's in the hundreds by the middle, middle of summer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's very dangerous, the moose. Mm-hmm. So they're probably the most dangerous animals I've come in contact with in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they, uh, if, they want to, if they want to get mean, you don't want to mess with them. Well, they say they have no reverse. They're one track, so if they're going forward... They, that's why they hit the side of a truck doing 60, because they just, they don't stop. They don't, oh. They're not like, yeah, they're not like deer, they're not okay. like elk. Yeah, well, that was a, that was a great tip on the motorhome, uh, but there's what? How many little towns along the Kenai River? Uh, there's Cooper's Landing. Yeah, there's there's as far as in Kenai, there's Soldotna, yeah, Sterling. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, Soldotna. A lot a great of new place. places starting up too. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a, it's a, those, those, those little towns are, are quaint and they're just fun. And if, you know, if you're not on the river, <laughs> there's plenty to do. And then I guess you can do float plane trips too, right? Yeah, I do float planes out of, uh, out of Kenai. Okay. Uh, lots of quest there. Doug, he does real well. Yeah. I always tell my guys, I'd, if you're going to fly, fly with the guy that saved the other guy. So. There you go. <laughs> fly that someone's done it before. All right, uh, that was a, a great session, Robert. We appreciate that. We learned a lot about fishing for the Kenai King. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan uh, along with Frank Selby, and we have been trying to get on for months now this uh, young guy that started a company. And when I first talked to him, it was more of a, a, of a great idea and a lot of desire. And within a few short months, he's not only is it a reality, he's working his ass off. But uh, the company is GoFishCam.com. GoFishCam.com. And Brandon, in about a minute, can you tell us about the product? Yeah, uh, for sure. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, so uh, the GoFish Cam, it's an underwater camera, and it sits on your fishing line. And it works with a mobile app. So now while you're fishing, you can uh, easily reel in and review on your phone what was happening, how the fish are acting, your bait or lure, what the structure looked like. And you're able to see the whole strike, the fight, everything that's happening underwater Mm -hmm. through HD video. And also, I understand you've got lights and and, uh, um, night vision on that. Yeah, so the camera has a green LED night vision, um, and it can go 150 meters, so almost 500 feet underwater. So you're able to see what's happening at really uh, deep depth or at night. Well, you know one of the things that I think about using that camera? Yeah, it'll tell you, and you can pull it up and put it down, and you know what's down there. But uh, it's a learning tool. Uh, because, you know, fish kind of strike in different ways, like a, uh, a dorado always hits from the side, a salmon usually comes up from the bottom, and a marlin just kind of, you know, narrows in on it, or a rooster fish, and, and hits it. And you learn a little bit about what to do and how to do it. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the video <laughs> that, uh, uh, that you can share with your friends. Yeah, I think the coolest, uh, you know, uh, 
story I've heard from a customer so far about them using it as a tool was they were trolling with it, and when they they didn't get any catches, and when they reeled in and looked at the video, they actually saw uh, a lot of fish were coming and checking out the bait and, and swimming and, and away. Lure yeah, and swimming away. Um, and there was actually one case where a fish kept trying to come bite it, but it was going too fast. Oh. So they went and re- they went and retrolled the area with a different bait and, and lure, and and they uh, and they slowed it down a bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great tool. I mean, it's a lot of fun, but it actually is a piece of equipment that's good to have on the boat. Yeah, we agree. <laughs> and then, yeah, I do too. And then, uh, from what I understand, the the camera itself is kind of like negative buoyancy, so it doesn't really sink or float. Uh, it just kind of follows the line. Well, so the cam- the camera is ninety four grams, so it does sink. But we built in some air pockets and used a special type of plastic to try and make that counter the actual weight of it. So mm-hmm. it's a lot heavier. Uh, I mean, it's not heavy at all, but uh, in your hand, it'll feel heavier than it actually is in the water. Yeah, because the water weight. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so the process is you put this on the line. Maybe how far from the lure? Uh, I like to recommend two to six feet, but it also depends on what the clarity of your water is like and mm-hmm. what type of rig you have set up. Mm-hmm. And you can there's enough of a viewing area that you can kind of see what's around it besides what's directly in front of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're attaching the camera in between your leader line and your test line, and so um, you know however long you normally have your leader line, you would just keep it at that length. You would just put the camera in between the two lines. Kind of like you would put a swivel. Yeah, so if you've got a six-foot uh, leader, just put it right where the swivel or right, right where the connection is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, i gotta, I got to get me one of those. i tell you what, you can spend as much money uh, putting line on your reel as you do for that camera. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, some of these uh, these lines and these lures these days get really pricey. Uh, and so, obviously, you're putting a piece of camera equipment on your line. We're recommending using, uh, you know, heavy test line. We prefer to use braided, at least 30 pounds. Um, but we've shipped over 2,500 cameras to date, and only four people have ever lost one. Oh. Um, so that, that recommendation's, you yeah. know, holding pretty high. Right. And, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, okay. you know, that line that you're putting well, on your Well, we're going to have to let you go. We want to bring you on. It's GoFishCam.com, correct? He's got a great website. It's GoFishCam.com, correct? Correct. All right. Okay. We're going to try and bring you back on in the second hour. Appreciate it. Uh, and we'll be right back. 